Sign Me Up Podcast. Late nights with Sign Me Up Podcast. I was thinking that this whole time. This is like a new late night series. <laughs> Word. Catching us at a whole different time of the yeah, day. Yeah, a whole different mind space, really. Completely. Word. Word. But so what's up? up? Uh, mm. We got a lot going on this week, I feel. Yeah, we do. We do, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest. Yes. As I mentioned last week, I have a lot of Leos in my life. Right. One is on the show today. She's my cousin from New York City. <laughs> 37 years old. Her birthday is actually on Monday. Yay. Yes. Happy yes. early birthday. So happy, happy Leo early season. Birthday. Early birthday. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Give it up, y'all. <laughs> Angelica Peacock. Yay. Welcome. She is the co-founder of Artsy Earthy Nerd and Goddesses Rising. She is a mother, event planner, aromatherapist, astrologer that does oh, readings. Oh, wait. What's a that? A healer, okay. <laughs> <laughs> podcast producer, and tea specialist. So basically an artist in every sense right. of the word. You've got pretty like, much... Totos bases covered. <laughs> right, right. Straight up and down. And I'm just most interested in the astrology part. I'm so glad to have you right. on here because it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> and it's crazy how you're out here in LA and I'm out here in LA. and Have that interest. Right. I'm like, that's crazy how that happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, universe. Both of us brought our one-way tickets around the same time and didn't even know it. That is crazy. We've been here since then and it's just crazy. Another fun fact to show how small the world is angelica also led the president youth group damo was a member of oh what (laughs) right that's like extra random (laughs) right so when damo came out here one weekend it just so happened angelica was throwing a paint and sit party we get there and damo know somebody angelica Right. Leave it to Domo ass to know somebody. She was over here like, Angela? I'm like, now look at this shit. What? And that's your cousin on top yes. of that. That is so crazy. Wow. Domo comes exactly. to Atlanta and be like, oh, yeah, you know her? Like, how do you know her? <laughs> right. Exactly. She knows somebody. Domo knows somebody and everybody. Click. Like, Independently, like without our person. help. Yeah. Like, right. Beforehand, Before right. Before. Right. Right. <laughs> So, Angelica, what was your motivation for moving cross-country, literally picking up everything and just moving? While I love New York, I think I started to develop a love-hate relationship with it. And it was really my daughter and my fiancé that were like, let's go to L.A. And at first I was like, no, no, it's too far because we don't have family on the West Coast. Right. We don't have family even in the Midwest, really. Everybody's on the East Coast every state on the east coast too so it was like nobody's out there i was like no 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 but then i started to realize that we did have people out here (laughs) yeah and then i got frustrated with my job being on the new york grind and i was just like okay bye new york (laughs) right well yeah i think it's definitely helpful to have your family ready to go too everybody's like you know what let's try it we're together that type of thing that's really cool 
Word. But how you doing, girlfriend? I'm doing okay. One day at a time, my work schedule is about to change, girl. It's about to change drastically. <laughs> I'm about Make sure to she still has old. time for Sign Me Up podcast, y'all. Okay, yeah. Hit us up. <laughs> Tell her to stay on her shit. <laughs> this is shade on the low. I want everyone to know that. <laughs> no, it's, um, not. <laughs> it's not shade. It's love. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's it. That's really all. all I have right. for now. Okay. How are you? I know you've had a very tumultuous, really wild glad. one. I'm a survivor. Okay. Maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, I was harassed. You were like low key assaulted. Right, so I'm walking from the train station, as I do every day. Mm -hmm. It's around 6 p.m. I get to Rodeo Road. (laughs) She's letting us know the coordinates. (laughs) What? That's the name of it. Well, because you know, in L.A., they they pronounce everything different out here. So, like... In New York, where we would say a Spanish last name, uh, Sepulveda, there's a street out here. They don't say Sepulveda, Sepulveda. they Sepulveda. say Sepulveda. Sepulveda. They don't say Rodeo, they say Rodeo. Rodeo. I thought but that- then the Rodeo Road in South Central is like Rodeo <laughs> Drive, and then there's Rodeo Yeah, that's Road. what I was going to say. <laughs> she made a point to say road and not drive, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know they got that Rodeo Drive, but... <laughs> This was Rodeo Row. <laughs> okay, that's different. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I'm crossing that street. I have my headphones in, as I told y'all I like to do, but I don't really have anything playing. Right. You're just trying to be aware. It's a shield. <laughs> that's a New Yorker thing, for real. As I'm getting ready to cross the street, this man jogs up alongside me. And he mumbles something. But I figure he's not talking to me. So <laughs> he couldn't possibly. Going. He couldn't be. So I cross the street. He's jogging across the street for some reason. I know cars are coming, but they stop. <laughs> the next thing I know, he's on my heels behind me. Very me close. Real close. Yes. Playing me very close. And I'm like, okay, maybe this man is drunk because I smell Yikes. the alcohol. So I was like, let me just move up out the way. He's just probably too drunk to realize he's even on me like this. But when I slide to the left, <laughs> he slides to the slide left too. to the left. <laughs> right up behind me. So I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, Heart rate is quickening. Yeah, and then I'm also a little annoyed because I'm like, who is this drunk man that's out of it behind me? You look at him, you can tell not only is he drunk, but he's probably on some other mm-hmm. shit too. Who knows what? So I'm like, can I help you? And then he goes, just keep walking. Uh, and I'm like, huh? I was like, oh, he is what? I said, just keep walking. He was like, just keep walking. So I would try to shift away, but he's still right on me, not letting me get too far. So now I'm like, why are you on me? And then he was like, just walk to that car. Um, <laughs> no. So now at this point, I walk across the street and I'm in the middle of the street walking so cars could see me. And he jogs across to the middle of the street too, to continue to harass me. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, why do you keep following me? Please get away. You're annoying. Like, this is ridiculous. I move back over to the next side. Now I start yelling. And now that my voice is raised, he attempts to grope me 
from behind, but I swerve him. He's in front of me, so he tries to reach around and grope me from behind. And since I swerve that, he attempts to grope from the front. I swerve that as well. Did he actually make contact, touch you in any way, or did you just really swerve? No, I really swerved him, for real. I did swerve And are you yelling (laughs) help, or At this point, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Because he's not letting up. During this whole five minutes of harassment, a girl was walking on that same path, but she passed us. She didn't really know what was going on at that time, but once I yelled, she turns around I was like, are you okay? And I'm over here like, no, I am not okay. This man, and I'm yelling from across the street, like this man had been following me from Farmdale. I don't know who he is. Man starts walking away. And I'm like, why are you walking away oh now? Oh my God. Now you want to get big. <laughs> That's that New York right, shit. Because I got backup. Because <laughs> I got backup. <laughs> I go get crazy. He was so close to me. Do you call nine one one in a situation like that when someone's so close? Yeah, it's nine one one even get gonna there come in time, quick right. enough? And then he was just too close. And I'm like, yo, he could stab me in my yeah. back, <laughs> shoot me in my side. I'm like, what is happening? This is so weird. So, so crazy. that's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you in life, or just since you've been in LA. Probably the craziest thing that has happened to me in life. That you is know? crazy. I think I have a, I think I have a pretty clean, I've been I feel like, (laughs) that's why we be taking that shit for granted, because shit don't really be happening. But then when some shit pop off, you be like real shook up. Now I'm over here all shook up, thinking about taking self-defense classes. That would be good though. I mean, stuff like that. We're single. We got to pepper spray. All that. That's really crazy. I could have easily got him to back up off me if I ordered the pepper spray like I was supposed to a long time ago. That was always the plan, and then I just somehow got away from that. And I'm like, damn, if I had that pepper spray, ooh, I would have got him so <laughs> good. <laughs> oh my I'm glad god, you made it, bro. It I'm glad you held it down and like yelled. Yeah, I had to hold it down. I had to use my voice, the same voice that I use for this here. Oh, okay. Platform. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again. That's really interesting though because I have this reoccurring dream where something is about to happen to me. Some man is trying to approach me and either rape me or grab me up or something like that. And at that moment, my voice can't scream out. I've had this dream several times where I try to Ooh. scream and nothing comes I've had out. Dreams like that too. What the fuck is that about? I don't like, I don't that. like that, that either. Like it's a horrible feeling. Ooh. I'm trying so hard to just cry and your out. life is on yes. the line and it's in the moment the like line. the thick of it and nothing comes yes. out it's like in the little mermaid when ariel's vocal cords get taken out and then she's right. just like oh no what the fuck like this is actually trash or the falling dream i never really had the falling oh, ones i had that maybe i woke before. myself up because i thought i was falling before but I've never just been mm. falling in a dream. Then I had this other weird one that used to happen a couple times where a horse would chase What, me bitch? <laughs> around, right. A horse would chase me around a car and someone in the dream would rescue me and kill the horse <laughs> by slapping the horse in his balls with force. <laughs> That was the way to kill him. That is really (laughs) weird. I wish that we had a dream interpreter on right now because I need to know what the fuck that's all about. Like, (laughs) let me just 
get chased by this <laughs> horse. You had that multiple that times. Was a, yeah, that was something that happened in high school. I used to dream. Maybe about you that. was just wanting to get chased around by that dick. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you were probably just so pent up wet. and just like <laughs> what wet dream interpretations yeah, like, and shit. Oh my you were gosh. very fresh and naive at that time. You just didn't. <laughs> that was like. <laughs> What's the most masculine animal I can think of? Yeah, a horse. That sounds... Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's Leo season. It is, and we have a true Leo here. I have a fun icebreaker today okay. for Angelica to just see how well she knows <laughs> herself as a Leo woman. I mean, because considering she's a professional, I feel like she's going to have this in the bag, but we're going to see. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's really just a game of true or false. I'll start. Leo women don't love being the center of attention. That is false. You got hey. it? Shannon didn't put the answer. Right. So really. <laughs> she's right. Um, Next up, Leo women are not blunt. That is yeah, also Yeah, it seems false. like that was a... Sometimes <laughs> these things, you can use your context clues to put it together. Leo, lion, blunt. I would think a lion would kind of tell you how it is. A yeah. lion ass. Oh, yeah. True or false, Leo women are sensitive. That is true. Yeah, I can right? with that. Leo women are very romantic beings. That's also true. Mm, so you like the romance. Yes, I like the romance. Do you like to do romantic things for your fiancé, or do you like when he does stuff for you? I like both ways, but I'm very giving and generous. I spoil people when I'm with them. So what's the most romantic gesture you've done for your fiancé? That's a good question. Hmm, let's see. She was like, well, you know, the list is endless. <laughs> okay, so one time for his birthday, he likes Star Wars and Marvel comics yeah. and stuff like that. So I got him a bunch of Star Wars stuff, and he was happy with that, and he thought that was the end of it. And I was like, no, now we're going out. And he didn't know where we were going. I took him to brunch. We ended up staying at the restaurant for like five oh, hours. Oh, shit. <laughs> And this is where he tells people that I tried to kill him with food, but he loves food, so that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So we had the breakfast foods at this chocolate restaurant in New York. We were there for a minute. We almost tried everything on the menu. Oh, damn. I don't remember what we did after that, but I know we did something. Mm-hmm. But we like to do stuff for each other. He's a Libra, so he likes to do stuff Aww, for each other. Aw, my dad's a Libra. Great. He seems like a great guy. Just, <laughs> just lovely. <laughs> Interesting tidbit. My dad's a Libra and my mom's a Leo. Aww. So. Huh. Are your parents still married? Yes, they are. Uh, they've been married for 38 Woo! years. Bless them. Hey, That's yeah. beautiful. Everlasting. Black love. Hashtag black love. Yes. Hashtag everlasting. <laughs> Hashtag long lasting. Hashtag forever. Hashtag eternity. Forever. <laughs> that is funny. So, true or false? Leo women in a bad mood are best appeased with compliments and gifts. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> I would say yes, but then depending on how upset you are, it, it might not work. Matter. You might get mad that the person's trying to 
give you a gift to deflect yeah. from how upset you are. So that's kind of a tough one. That but is tough. I can see how yeah, I can see how that could backfire because I could imagine being like, nigga, what? I don't This is not the problem. <laughs> okay? Why okay. are you trying to take, distract? Take, you trying to deflect. Take Chanel, take Chanel right. purse. This is not the problem. <laughs> I'm going to keep this. Puts it in closet, closes the door and locks it. This is not what this is about. Right. I'm going to take the gift, but I'm not going right. to say thank you. I'm going to still have an attitude. Yeah, you just don't even acknowledge it. Put it in the closet, lock it up, and continue with the real conversation at hand. Like, yeah, so, like I said. Like I said, you still ain't shit. Right, exactly, exactly. Okay, true or false, Leah women do not like to take charge in the bedroom. I think, generally speaking, the stereotype is that we're supposed to be late. Oh, damn. I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's the stereotype that we're lazy in bed. But it depends. We're supposed to be traditional and we don't really want to explore new positions and stuff like that. So generally speaking, I guess it would be true that we would not like to take charge. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Now that's interesting because... Some of these sites challenge that saying the Leo woman is more fiery. She likes to take charge and likes to be at the top (laughs) of her. Yeah, I think it depends. I think there's a lot of misconceptions too about Leos. And I think that one of them is they're domineering and they're bossy. I mean, that can happen for sure, but it's not always the case or it's not necessarily always about just doing something for the sake of being in charge of it. I think it depends on if that particular Leo has a place in their life to act that out. So for some Leos, the bedroom might be where they want to act out their leadership and dominance, right? But some other Leos might do that in their field of work. So it just depends on the person and how they choose to direct that part of their fiery energy. Okay, that makes sense. Right. right. Hi. So today's focus is compatibility and the Leo woman. And last week we launched Leo season with basic facts and tales from yours truly. But today... We have a true lioness in the closet with us. We in the closet. With Angelica here, we get to test out some theories and confirm whether the astrological gods hit it right on the nose or got it all (laughs) fucked up. Most compatible signs for the Leo are known to be Sagittarius and Aries. Do you feel like that's true? What has your experience been? (laughs) Oh, I'm coughing. Oh, <laughs> you know I can't really see you right now. So I didn't get to right. pick up oh. on the sarcasm. You couldn't pick up on the shade. You couldn't yeah. get the shade. Um. Hey, let me say this. Let me say this. I think it depends again on the Leo, but I have dated both Aries and Sagittarius people, and I love them as friends. But I think too much fire could be a bad mm. thing. So we know how we know how that Sagittarius can be a little. Oh know. my god! Right. For me personally, it's too demanding. Generally speaking, with astrology and with zodiac signs, fire is compatible with fire, and air is compatible yeah. with air, and water signs are compatible with water signs. And earth signs are compatible with earth right. signs. But there's a lot of other factors that play into a person's natal the birth The sliding chart. scale we talk about 
daily. So <laughs> slip and slide, take it to the hat. Got that right, take it to the hat. Yeah. So for me, in addition to having my sun sign being Leo, my moon sign is in Scorpio and my rising is in Sagittarius. So I don't like when other people try to control me. I like to be in charge of myself. I don't care if I'm in charge of other people, but I have to be in charge of myself. And other fire signs, they can be controlling. If I tried to date another Leo or Sagittarius or Aries, it tended to end up in a power struggle. Hmm. Me being like, no, I'm not doing that, and I don't want to be with you no more, and them being like, no, you're going to be with me. I don't care what you say, woman. And me being like, okay, bye. Yeah. Simply because you weren't trying to be in a relationship where you didn't have control over Over yourself. yourself. Yeah. 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 You're not going to overpower me. That's not going to (laughs) happen. There goes that most compatible size. She knocked them both out. She was like, I'll cough on that and moving right along. Yo, Leo's out there. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Is the Sag or Aries right for you or not? Okay, so your somewhat compatibilities are Virgo, Libra, Gemini, and Cancer. Okay, so obviously you're engaged to a Libra. So that's working Mm -hmm. in your favor. Do you have any experiences with any of the others? Yeah, I tend to think that air signs and fire signs are very compatible. I've also dated an Aquarius and a Gemini, actually quite a few Geminis. I actually really like Geminis. And then some of my best friends and closest friends are air signs too. And I tend to attract them also. So the thing about fire is fire needs air to keep it going. The earth signs and the water signs can be tricky with a virgo it could potentially work because maybe they make you feel more grounded and they help you not have such a bad temper or whatever but they also have tempers too so i don't know but earth signs i'm I don't <laughs> over here like yeah <laughs> i've been able to have friendships with virgos but not date them i've never really yeah had. last week when we brought up leo season it usually takes me a minute to really think do i have any a certain sign in my life and this whole whole week I was trying to think about Leos and I don't really know any Leos honestly I think we get on you guys nerves too so when you meet us your first impression of us will make you not want to be around us anymore and well you won't there it. it is I've had that experience with some Virgos I could tell right off the bat that I was getting on their nerves <laughs> and I was just like okay <laughs> Yeah, the only Leo that comes to mind, actually, is Shayna's ex. And I think that we had a very tumultuous start, I would say. And so that makes perfect sense. Wow. Yes. It wasn't really a good first impression for (laughs) Daryl Sidney over here. According to some, least compatible is Scorpio, Aquarius, and Taurus. I definitely see why that's said, and I have seen that in my studies and my practices. But I think water signs would be on the further Mm -hmm. end. But again, it depends on what other stuff you have going on in your chart. But Aquarius is the exact polar opposite for Leo. So actually, I've seen quite a few people 
in relationships where a Leo and Aquarius are together and it works very well. One of my best friends is an Aquarius, my sister's an Aquarius. So I would say that that's not true. It's kind of like the opposites attracting the air of Aquarius fans of Leo's flame and they can We see that a lot um, though about the opposites attracting. That's just a given yeah, the opposites can attract. So makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think with Taurus, they're also misunderstood in my opinion. The two signs that I think are like wild cards are Scorpio and Taurus. Because Scorpio is a water sign, but I'm really like, no, it's its own element to me sometimes because it doesn't process or deal with emotions in the same way that a Cancer or a Pisces would. So it's just different. And Taurus people are highly creative. It's an earth sign. They're stubborn, but they're so creative. So, so, so creative. I love like, Taurus. I love Taurus Bro, let me just say, Angelica ain't got no fucking card in her hand. She ain't got no fucking notes. Nothing okay. around. How many signs did we talk we about talked already? We about all but two, so. <laughs> there it is. We have an astrologer on. We may as well make the most of yeah. it, y'all. All right, now let's get into nosy news real quick. I just have a few things that I want to shout out. Steelers training camp started, so, you know, football season is right around the corner. Let's go, Steelers Nation. (laughs) I'm ready for this season. I'm actually really hyped as fuck for football. I'm going to probably give you guys weekly updates on how they're doing because those are my road dogs, yo. We're going the distance this season. That's the spirit yeah i really need you to get a little bit more amped about the team because this is gonna be we're in it until february so let's just get excited now yeah (laughs) also another quick shout out to the democratic national convention for being three million times better than the republican national convention we didn't really get to talk about the rnc but that was literally a three-ring circus and they should be ashamed of themselves the democratic national convention slayed Played my whole life. All the speeches were amazing. Everyone looked amazing. Michelle Obama looked like a radiant political presidential angel shining down. <laughs> <laughs> they slayed. And honorable mention to Justin Bieber. He turned down $5 million to perform at a Republican event. He was like, I don't need your stupid Trump coins. Like, I don't have any time for that. So shout out to that. Another Another story that I have for us today is kind of sad. So I know we mentioned just a few months ago, Keisha Knight Pulliam, aka Little Rudy Huxtable, got married. And it was a very quick bing, bang, bop. One, two, three. We're dating and we're married. It was just kind of like boom, boom. Then two weeks ago, she announced that she was pregnant. So that was like, oh, okay. So you just got married yesterday and now today you're pregnant and you're just on fast track with this one. And then two weeks go by, or a week rather, from the announcement, her husband (laughs) files for divorce and is splattered all over the blogs. And the tea is she had no idea. She had seen him that morning, had breakfast. He left the house and then he went and filed for divorce told all the blogs, called her back and was like, yeah, I filed this morning. I'ma come get my stuff. Totally just 
dropped it dead on her lap. So everyone's like, what the hell? He's saying that he wants to get a paternity test for the baby. And everybody's just like, what? Little Rudy Huxtable, what are you talking about? Wow. So then a day later, she did an interview with Entertainment Tonight and was on some shit like, well, the real tea is he cheated on me right after we got married. I was ready to leave his ass. I had the divorce papers drawn up and he came back begging and pleading. I took him back and ended up getting pregnant. He just want to seem like he's not the bad guy and divorce me first. So now he's retaliating because he's just a messy ass nigga and he's just going to be tit for tat about this shit. He's coming back now and saying when they first got married, she was pressing him about having this baby. And he was saying that since they got married so quick, they should focus on them and not bring the baby into it. But she was so pressed. And that's why he wants a paternity test because he thinks that she went behind his back to get pregnant or whatever. And I'm just like, bro, come on. You know you ain't shit. You know you was looking for a come up. (laughs) You know that you married her thinking you was going to get to that corner real quick and it didn't happen and now you mad you got caught cheating you'll probably get caught again if she has stayed with your duck ass and now look at you you're not gonna get a dime from her at all ever she don't even need you for child support because what are you bringing to the table literally nothing he's a gemini and i'm just like look at how you just switched up the interviewer on et asked her oh do you still love your husband and she was like i love who he pretended to be and i'm just like well if that isn't a two-faced assessment i don't know what is (laughs) and she's an aries so best of luck to her and the duration of her pregnancy i know that this isn't done i know that he's gonna try to drag her some more but the thing is he's still not gonna be relevant even after this yeah i just keep playing that little nursery or first comes love (laughs) then comes marriage then comes divorce. <laughs> <laughs> then we, we try to co-parent. The baby. We gonna try to co-parent. Right. But then it's not gonna work. Right. Cause it's gonna be so hard. And then we gonna be fighting all the time. Cause we mm. skipped the first step, which was love. <laughs> we skipped a very right. crucial step. So as the divorce chronicles continue, Mary J. Blige is divorcing her mate of 12 years. She was married to her manager. There's not really much about the divorce at this time other than she asked the judge that he be blocked from getting that spousal support. This is another one trying to ride the coattails of the wifey and she's not having it. You won't be getting none of this 20 year old coin that I've been saving for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it just doesn't work out, girl. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a appropriate song to sing right now, but all I can think of is let's get it crunk up on a, on a, on a, in this dancery. We don't right. need no holleration, Mary, so <laughs> we don't need no hateration either, okay? <laughs> One final divorce tale <laughs> while we're at it i was writing this up like so we're just gonna talk about divorce today i don't know so toya is finally divorcing her deadbeat husband Memphis. 
their mm-hmm. marriage was also another one that was doomed from the get-go because he's insecure, point blank, period. I'm gonna just put it out there. He's so insecure with the fact that she's Lil Wayne's baby mom and he's irrelevant. He shit on this relationship before it even had a chance. Right. She's a Scorpio and he's a Sagittarius and he just totally seems like a Sagittarius to me. One last thing, Tina and Richard Lawson are on vacation with the Carters in France. Oh, Tina yes, Lawson? Yes, Tina and Richard, they're on vacation, and they are just the cutest couple. If I was going to get married again late in life, I would totally want to be Tina and Richard Lawson. They're so adorable. They have their shit together. Right. And I just want to be like that. They're a somewhat match, Capricorn and Pisces, but clearly very successful in that. Mm-hmm. You um, want to be all the couples. All the beautiful Listen, black love. No, I'm going to be them all. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to be like Steve and Marjorie, and I'm going to be like Cookie and Magic Johnson. They're another cute old people couple, even though they're not that old. None of them are really that old, but okay. So what's your take on the Leo woman and how do they differ from the Leo male? Oh, that's a good question. Inequality, you would say that a Leo woman would have, take that and multiply it by 50 and that's the Leo oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> so if you would say, oh, well, generally speaking, Leos are egotistical, then you're going to see that play out on a more aggressive scale in the Leo man. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. The thing about Leos that I think is interesting is no two Leos are the same in a sense. And every Leo will tell you that. Like, oh, well, I'm not like that other Leo. Yeah. <laughs> born. Right, y'all all gotta be unique. <laughs> yeah. Y'all all unique. <laughs> and if you're a Leo born in July, it's different. It's a little bit different from a Leo being born in August. Mm-hmm. And just generally speaking, it's like creative entertainers or performers or whatever. I think that when a Leo hasn't found their niche, their purpose in life, then that's when you see the egotistical uh. stuff and the vanity and the negative side to them play out more because they don't have the right space to put their fiery energy into. They definitely need to have some type of space in their life where they can positively be a leader or entertainer because if not in their family life or in their relationships they'll create the drama if they don't have it and then sometimes even when you have a Leo that might be more laid back or cool calm and collected you'll tend to attract drama even if you don't want it it's just something that comes with the sign so one of the qualities I've noticed is lying (laughs) what yeah (laughs) Lion! (laughs) So um, so I'm like, how? I don't know. I don't know about that. Angelica like, I don't be lying, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have quite a few Leos in my family, and you know how our family is. We're very big on honesty. We just blunt. We just say whatever we want to say. So I haven't met Leos that... One other Leo I know. I wonder which one. like, oh... This one is another relative, and she'd be like, oh, I'm going to get you this, and it'll never happen, Mm. or my ex was a pathological liar. (laughs) So they lie, or they break promises, or both? Both. Mm. 
That's interesting. Basically, she's saying, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, that, that happens. That's just people. Yeah. Everybody has flaws. I don't know that that's something that's specific to Leos, but I guess what it could be related to is, like I was saying, if they're a Leo that hasn't figured out their purpose in life and is not focused on that, then they might be exaggerating when they tell you things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for you and I'm going to do that. And this is what happened because they're trying to fulfill something that hasn't been fulfilled. Every sign has a purpose or a journey that it's supposed to fulfill in its life. And if you're not doing that, then that's when... That like actually that makes a lot of sense when you think about your ex, Shayna. They don't have their purpose in life and so they're just not really taking it out on the people around them but kind of taking it out on no, the people yeah. around yeah. them yeah that's exactly yeah. what happens that makes yeah. a lot of sense wow look at that look at that look at there <laughs> <laughs> i'm always so amazed when some shit be accurate as fuck that shit kills me right so how long have you been studying astrology all my life all my life. What made you first get into it? Like? I have no idea the first moment that I got into it. I just always remember picking up a book or a magazine and reading about it and always seeing it as a way to learn more about myself and learn more about other people. For a long time, I was very secretive about it, like, especially when I started doing readings. I would just do readings for my friends, people that I was close to. And there was a point where I also was like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. I just want to be normal and I'm going to open a daycare center. You want to be normal? <laughs> I wanted to be normal. <laughs> Wait, so what does an astrological reading entail? There's different types. So you could get a compatibility reading, which a lot of people like. But I like to do birth charts for people. So basically, you need to know where you were born, what time you were born, and then your full date of birth. Based on that, we can pull up a chart that shows where all the planets were. So okay. that's how a we, natal that's chart. How we, yeah, right. a natal chart. So that's how we find out what your moon is in and what your rising sign is where mercury was where venus was and all those things play into your personality or what happens in your life you can tell things about someone's family history if there's struggles with them and their parents or what type of relationship they might have or not have all of that will come up in that kind of reading i've been meaning to read my natal chart again recently i read it a long time ago but i've forgotten a lot of Mm -hmm. stuff i need to like reread yeah when i do those readings for people i recommend crystals and birthstones and essential oils for them to work with to work through different issues that they might be dealing with based on what comes up in their chart. That's interesting. Yes, I'm confident. Okay. <laughs> Get a little treatment plan. So now let's ask about your fiance. His sun sign a Libra. What does it say about your compatibility? We know you shed some light on the whole fire needing air to keep it going. So obviously you see a strong connection there. So um. yeah, I think Libras and Leos both like luxury and the finer things in life. And they're charming and they like to have fun and they like romance. So those are the similarities. Most air signs, they're like good communicators. Hey, that's true. <laughs> and they tend to be pretty open-minded and understanding. I can be blunt with them and it doesn't bother them because they're pretty blunt too most of the time. So that's a good thing for me to be able to just say what's on my mind and not have to worry about a person breaking out in tears because I said something blunt. When you said the charming portion, mm-hmm. man, Libras are real charming. That is very true. They just know the right thing to say. 
say. And do. Yep. To just, yeah, and do. <laughs> that's cool. But that's good yep. that it works for you guys because you're kind of charming too. How long have you guys been together? <laughs> so it's an interesting story, actually. We have been friends for 12 years. And when we first met, he wanted to be with me right away back then. And I was just kind of like, no, not right now. I was going through the breakup with my daughter's father at that time. So we just stayed friends. We had a circle of friends that we would party together and hang out together. And then if he was about to date someone, he would call me and be like, what do you think about Libras and Cancers? What do you think about Libras and this one? I would always give him like, different insight. And he would ask me, but then he wouldn't listen. Because he would go and do it anyway. <laughs> he would go do it anyway. And we would come back and be like, Remember when I asked you this? I'd be like, yeah. He'd be like, you were right. I'm like, I told you. So that's like how our friendship played out. It actually was funny that our last relationships that were with other people before we decided to take our relationship to the next level, he was dating the female version of the guy I was dating at the time. When we finally traded stories about how they were, it was hilarious because it was like, oh my God, my ex did that too. That's Crazy. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. So our relationship is just really cool. We have a lot of friends that are single and one of the things our friends always tell us is they know that we're a couple but it's also easy for them to forget at the same time. Not because we don't pay attention to each other but because we make everybody feel comfortable. Nobody feels like oh they're a couple. Yeah that's how Cuomo is. We don't make people feel like that. Funny story we used to throw parties in our last apartment and this one party he was DJing I was making the drinks and then this girl just kept sitting by him at the DJ booth. Nobody else was sitting there. She just kept sitting there the whole night he's looking at me I'm just laughing like go ahead go ahead <laughs> <laughs> like she had no idea and he was just like she's just sitting here and I was just like yeah whatever like I don't care I'm just not like that I thought it was funny I was like oh she likes you and he's like what <laughs> That is too funny. What's your daughter's sun sign? My daughter's a cancer. Mm. Oh, cancer season just passed. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a cancer. She just turned 14. 14. Oh, Lord. The teenage years. It's getting real. (laughs) It's getting real. But because she's a cancer, it's different. They're very attached to their mom and their family. So she is in a different phase from most people. When I was 14, I was like, I want to be independent i'm ready to go to college forget this you know she's like no mom i want to spend time with you mom i don't want to go to high school i don't want to grow up so it's very different having a cancerian daughter that's interesting i didn't really think about that because i just think about i get the sense that angelica gives her daughter the space to be herself and to be creative and to just be open and do what she loves to do i feel jada is like at the party (laughs) like at the party sip crying she plays cards against humanity with us and she yes. oh my god <laughs> right considering the fact that she's blossoming into a young lady you just said it really doesn't affect the well, relationship it, too much it, but it does the thing is that's interesting it took me a while to get used to that because me and my mom weren't like that mm-hmm. so because she's a cancer and even though i'm a woman leo's a masculine sign so i think i do have some masculine tendencies i don't emote the way that maybe another woman would Mm. so she brings my tender feminine side out of me a little more and when when she first (laughs) when she first started being like that like oh no mommy i want to be up under you i'd be like ah get off of me you know Mm. and then she started saying stuff to me like what's wrong with you you weren't hugged enough when you oh my god (laughs) 
Let's dig deeper. Like, Were you not loved right. as a child? Right. <laughs> She's like, you're supposed to love me. And I'm like, no, not all the time. I'm going to hug you all the That's time. That's funny because when I think about my Leo mother... As far as affection goes, growing up, she wasn't Mm-mm. tender to me. And I mean, she's a masculine sign. Aquarius is a masculine sign. So really, we're both stuck in this. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what to do. We were just Y'all rolling were just around. bumping into like each little, other. Like. Right? In the dark, right? <laughs> Didn't know what to do. So even when I play around now and get all lovey-dovey with my mom and kiss her all over and stuff, she's always like, ew, get off of me. You know? like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first reaction. But I know that that's really well received. She knows she won't <laughs> do that. She just don't know yeah. how to receive it. That's yeah. funny. I'm a little more used to it now. She still wants to hold my hand when we're crossing the street and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. That is so so cute that is funny now i told her to cut that shit out <laughs> yeah no she about to be a teenager for real out here she gotta cut that shit out bro it got to a point for me where i used to get tight like don't hold my hand <laughs> i don't need to hold her hand i can do it i can do it my mother would do all type of shit hold my hand if i had a booger in my nose coming out of daycare she would not be afraid to that shit out my nose right there at the crosswalk and i just be so upset like people are watching you (laughs) that is too (laughs) funny so what was dating like before you found true love do you feel like as you've gotten older the experiences have taught you how to navigate dating and stuff like that Oh my god. Maybe this is my Leo flaw. Maybe this was it. I just thought I was the greatest person. <laughs> <laughs> I was naive about what would happen in my relationship. So I'm just like, oh, well, he loves me and I love him. And that's it. It's great. And everything's fine. You know, he'd be stupid to mess right. up with me, right? right? I always thought that. And then I just started to learn, no, I can't keep floating around thinking that every guy is going to be good to me because I'm a right. good person. <laughs> right. I had a couple of periods where I took a couple of breaks. I was celibate at one point. For how long? I was celibate for like a year. Maybe a little over a year. I've done that. I've done a year bid. Yeah. And this was when I was 30. 30, 31. Sydney, that wasn't by choice. Okay, girl. You moved to a new city. You gonna drive me like that? Come on. Angelica anyway. Angelica. (laughs) (laughs) Angelica anyway. So this was a choice, a conscious decision that you made. It was a conscious decision that I made. So like, I... (laughs) So down. I would meet guys all the time. So when I made the decision, like, okay, I'm celibate, I would actually be upfront about it. And it was interesting what happened when I did that. What happened, girl? Tell us. Most guys was like, oh, you celibate? Okay. And I hear from them again. (laughs) Right. Oh, that ain't interesting. That's expected. Right. It made it really, it made it really easy to remain celibate. To filter them out. I'm used to guys really chasing me. Even when I'm like, no, I don't like you, they still be in my face and will chase me hard for years at a time. Just waiting for me to break up with the person I'm with or whatever they're waiting for me to do and look at them. So I didn't necessarily think that it was gonna be that easy like i'm gonna just say i'm celibate and they're gonna leave me alone but it really did work that way except for this one guy he was like okay i'll wait and we dated but then when it got to that year point and i still was like no 
I'm good. I'm not ready. He was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) And he was an Aquarius, and I think he was just done with me at that point, because that's when he was like, you know, I hung out with somebody else, but I was mad the whole time because I wanted it to be you, but it wasn't you. And I was just like, okay. He was like, and she made breakfast for me. And I was like, I'm not doing that because I'm not in a relationship with you, and I'm not trying to be right now. Damn, he couldn't even get no eggs and bacon. <laughs> no. <laughs> he already wasn't getting no, no special cookies late at night. Yeah, no eggs and bacon. No eggs and bacon after a year. Right. Nope. Damn. Nope. That's rough. Damn. I was like, are you hungry? Okay, we're ah, going to eat. Like, we still cooking. going on dates. <laughs> you ain't need nothing in this house. Right. So describe to us and to our listeners the Angelica 10 years ago. Like, 10 years ago? Right. What was that? Ten what were you years doing? Ago. What was your attitude like? How much oh, have you changed? Geez. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so 10 years ago, I was running the youth board, and that's when Dominique was one of my students, actually. And at that point, I was in an open relationship. Oh! (laughs) Well, girl! I was in an open relationship, and I had two roommates that I was with. The guy, he was a Sagittarius, and the girl, she was a Capricorn. Wait, 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 wait,
and eventually I got frustrated because I was also the only one cleaning when me and him lived together he would help me clean and stuff like that and then when she was there she wasn't a person who liked to clean she was just like oh my dirt is not dirt she actually said that to what? me and yeah she's like I don't think my dirt is dirt and I was like what are you talking so about so what you think your dirt is <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> like what, what is it about? if it's not dirt and I'm like but there's five people in this house your like, baby's dirt is clean. dirt like, like- <laughs> Everybody gets dirty. It was crazy. So eventually I got frustrated and I was like, this is not working for me. I got to go. And also I thought, oh, it's an open relationship. But for me, it always takes a while for me to find a guy that I like. So he was always seeing other people and I wasn't. But then eventually I met other guys that I wanted to talk to and then he couldn't deal with that. And he would say, I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. I don't care. But the next thing I know, he's showing up where I'm at. And I'm like, do you have GPS on me? Like, what is going on? Yeah, of course he does because he's he's right. (laughs) Everywhere that I was, he would show up or he would blow up my phone the whole time. Of course. And I'm like, this is ridiculous because I don't do this to you. When you go out, you go out. So It was all good. It was all good just a week ago. Yeah. Right. It was all good until her roster started (laughs) to flourish. He wasn't there for it. She was trying to have somebody treat her nice. Take her out on the town. (laughs) You know? Right. Clean her house. You know what I mean? Right. You know? Pick up the slack. (laughs) Gee whiz. So then she had to get the fuck up out of there. She had to. And that's when the drama started. When I was like, okay, well, you guys are happy, but I'm not happy. So I'm going to exit. But then they didn't have no dinner. They freaked out. And it was like, no, let's go to couples therapy. We found a polyamorous therapist. And I was like, we're past that point. And I don't care anymore. Like, we don't need therapy. Y'all just need to like, contribute. Like, <laughs> Y'all need to right. get a job. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it's so crazy. That shit is so crazy that you were in an open relationship. <laughs> and it's funny because that's 10 years ago. That's around 27 years old at the age we're about to be. And she said that she decided to get into that relationship when she was just fucking fed up. Fed up. Up. Fed the fuck up. I wasn't fed up. I just wanted to try something. Oh, okay. Different. That's fair. Right. Okay. And I was reading different books about love and relationships and stuff like that. And I came across something about polyamory. And then I was like, I want to try this. Most guys, when I brought it up to them, they were intimidated by it until the Sagittarius mm-hmm. came along. He was like, oh, bet we could do it. Open for it. But <laughs> okay. Really so here's one bed. other question that I just really want to know Do y'all all sleep in the bed together? Or is it like my night, her night? So there was times when, yes, it was all three of us, right? But then he... Y'all was intimate? Or y'all was asleep? No, we was. And then he snored and he also would have night sweats where he just sweat a lot. And I got to the point where I was like, you need to go in the other room. (laughs) So he ended up having his own room, actually. um, Because I was like, I cannot sleep. So wait, you... So what, you and the lady was just... Yeah, we shared. Wow. That's interesting. That is like real. This is real real shit. (laughs) Bruh, we ain't know we was going to get this today. This is totally left field. That is so funny. Oh, wow. This is something that I've seen on True Life. Right. (laughs) And it's happening here in the real world. So that is really cool. Are you at a place where you're like, I don't know what I was thinking? Or would you do it again? Maybe not do it again because you're in a monogamous relationship. But are you against it now? What are your feelings about it now? I'm not against it. And actually, my fiance knows about the whole thing because we were friends during that time. And later on, when I left the polyamorous relationship, 
my fiance and my ex kind of got into it a little bit because when my ex saw my friendship with him, he didn't like it and he was upset about it. There was a point where we broke up and we didn't talk for two years, but then we became mm-hmm. friends again. And I came to LA to visit my fiance, but he was just my friend at the time. But my ex didn't like that, even though, mind you, he's still my ex at this point, but he's thinking he could get me uh, back. At this point. So, which one and did the so two year break? The ex. The ex. I was on the break from the ex from the polyamorous relationship. Okay. Uh-huh. And then he decided to take my phone one day when we were hanging out. I went to the bathroom. He decided to so, you know, he does what he wants. Right, I went right. to the bathroom. Cool he kid. grabs my phone and calls who my fiance is now and is, like, telling him, stop calling me and don't talk to me and all this stuff. And he's like, of course you do this because I'm in L.A. And I can't come you see you, right. I was in front of you, right. <laughs> right. You wouldn't do this if I was in front of you. And then I came out the bathroom. I'm like, what are you doing? Get off my phone. It turned to this whole dramatic. I kicked him out the house. I had to tell him I was going to call the cops. Because he was like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And I was like, you're getting out of my house. I'm going to call the cops. You're bugging. So leave it turned to, to the this whole. To right. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I can't High with them. key. I can't oh, with them. God. Day. I can't with them. I was like, you got to go. You got to he was so dramatic <laughs> it was so ridiculous so would i do it again we talk about it sometimes if we came across another person it's open we consider it i wouldn't say that i would never never do it again but it would definitely be different because it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of security within yourself I don't really feel like I could be in that situation because I could find myself getting jealous of the other girl that's there I couldn't get in the mind space Mm -hmm. to accept her fully maybe maybe it would depend on the person and now that you say that that brings me to the next question do you feel like confidence plays a role in that or not yeah definitely no I definitely think that confidence plays a role I consider myself to be a confident person but just maybe not that confident I don't know like to be that sure you know what I mean to be that sure yeah (laughs) and be like I'm straight because I mean shit Angelica was I'm cool with it she was like cool with it she was like I'm gonna feed your kid too actually I'm feeding all of us like yeah <laughs> I'm actually be in the bed with you. He can be over there. Right. <laughs> I don't really need him in here anyway because he right. sleeps too loud. Like, right. you could go in the other room over there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's really interesting. Wow. I feel like I know so much about you now. We could just be buddies. Yeah. <laughs> We're just connected. Right. I'm getting to know her on another level too. Your cousin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we usually be on the surface. Hello. How are are you make me a plate i'll make you a plate come eat i'll take care of you you look out you right, scratch my back right. i scratch your back we yeah here. but now it's like another layer to it now it's like okay i can speak to you about things right but, but wait you noticed when you came to my party exactly my yeah, friends definitely so you knew yeah i for sure knew she was about this life because she was gay a jace is that what you're saying? No, mm-hmm. not not no. so much that, but I guess the easiest way to put it is that I'm more of a hippie or oh, open. Right. I have I have all kinds of friends and my yeah, friends are crazy. They were super eclectic yeah. and just very <laughs> artsy, creative, just chill, no biggies, yeah. smoking. <laughs> I was like, Oh, this is here too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking, well, let me hurry up and smoke this before yeah. I come here because nah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> That is crazy. Okay, so 
what would you tell the non-believers of the world about astrology? What would you like to say to them? Oh my God, that's such a this loaded would it, what question. Kind of, what kind of, before we get to that, right, what's some kind of feedback you receive when you tell someone about your interest in astrology? Because you mentioned you kept it yeah. on the low mm-hmm. for a while and you did it for your friends. Yeah. But... What are some comments you received during your journey? It's interesting because I haven't really gotten negativity from people. I see other people get into arguments with people, but people don't come at me that way. Um, (laughs) She's like, oh, they know not to. And when, (laughs) no, I don't mean it like that. I don't know why that is, but maybe that is it. They're like, no, Angelica chopped my head off because she's a Leo. I don't know. But I know that when I decided that it was something I wanted to do professionally. I tested it out on my sister first, and I was like, oh, you know what I really want to do? I really want to do astrology. And I was shocked at her reaction, because she was like, that is you, that is so you. And I wasn't expecting her to say that, because I thought she was going to be like, oh, here you go with another crazy idea. Because I've told her regular ideas, like, oh, I think I want to be a physical therapist. And she got mad at me for that, and was like, no, da 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 So I was like, when I tell her I want to do astrology, she's going to flip out on me. Mm-hmm. But she didn't. She was like, no, that's you. I could totally see you doing that. And she was actually happy. And I was like, oh, okay, that's surprising. But I do know that a lot of people get scared of astrology and they feel like it's sacrilegious or against their yes. religion. But oh I just, my gosh. Yeah, I just feel like if we can believe in miracles, if we can believe in Jesus and Allah and all these different things, why can't we believe that we're connected to the sun, stars, and moon? Word. Why can't? Why Are not? you religious or? I am not. Okay. <laughs> Our family is, but it's weird because when I was small, they put me in a nursery school that was run by Jehovah witnesses uh, uh. so I learned about <laughs> hashtag watchtower but we're not Jehovah Witness though the family's mostly Christian right but they put me in this school because it was good and it was by the house so I'm learning about Jehovah Witness people when I'm like three four years old and then when I get to first grade they put me in Catholic school so then I'm learning about Catholicism from first through eighth mm. grade and then meanwhile, we're still going to Baptist church. And then I had friends that were Pentecostals, so then I went to church with them. I got to high school, and I met Jewish people and Muslim people, and then I dated this Muslim guy for a little while, which I learned about that. And then I went to college, and I was like, I want to find the right one that's for me, because I felt like maybe I just didn't find the right one for me yet. So then I'm like, oh, let me look at Buddhism. Let me look at this. Let me look at that. And then I got training to be a resident assistant. And when they give you training on culture and stuff like that, they tell you about all the religions. And then the next thing they do is train you about cults. What? <laughs> yeah, because you have to be able to know what happens if one of your residents is like joining a cult. Because I was going to have freshmen too. What are the signs for you to look for? How can you help them and stuff like that? And when you look at the characteristics of cults and the characteristics of a lot of our religions nowadays and how they treat people, it's very similar. Like, don't associate to someone who's not a part of our group and you can only be with our group and our group is right and everybody else is wrong. That's cult behavior. And so I kind of felt like that my whole life. So then when I got that training and it was point blank in my face like that, I was just like, oh, Eureka, aha, there it is. That's why I'm so uncomfortable no matter what religion 
I was trying to learn about, study, be involved in, and the way that women are treated in a lot of religions made me uncomfortable. Wow. So that's really interesting. Yeah. When any of my family is surprised that I'm like this, I'm like, how could you be surprised? Just think about what y'all did. Y'all put me in Jehovah Witness school. Y'all put me in Catholic school. And I learned about every religion by the time I was 18. Did you really think that I was going to stick to Jesus and Christianity after going through all of that? No. You know, every religion has good parts about it. And everyone has bad parts about it, just like people. It's created by us, so... I definitely can agree with you on a lot of that. My biggest issue is more so with organized religion, not necessarily God. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer Mm -hmm. of God, and I talk to him all the time, but the different sects and denominations, I can't really find anything that I would be compelled to join. You know what I'm saying? I'm Baptist. I was baptized Christian, but... I don't go to church on Sunday, even though my mother would love it if I did. My dad has never gone to church my whole life, so I never really felt like it was something that was mandatory for me to do because I still pray. I mm-hmm. went to Catholic school growing up, so I had that perception. Then in high school, we had religion classes. where We learned about, like you said, Buddhism, Judaism, Islam, all that. So I learned about that all by the time I was 18 I'm just like I can pick and choose you know I really like how there's a little something yeah there's a little sampling so I'm just gonna have a platter and and that's just gonna be that (laughs) so yeah yeah. back to what we were originally talking about as far as non-believers and how they're skeptical and consider it to be potentially devilish I don't think that one trumps the other that's been the biggest issue for me why does one have to supersede the other why can't they both exist and be a thing I was just saying in our last podcast I feel like if God created everything then he created astrology (laughs) why not you know what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. yeah so that's interesting we're taught to be afraid of certain things because it's part of keeping you controlled and keeping you following certain doctrines so if you really get into astrology and start really learning about yourself and learn about other people it opens your mind and then you're not going to be a part of that same indoctrination anymore so that's one of the reasons why long 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 time ago when they were writing the bible and all these things were happening it was like oh we have to make people believe that astrology is bad just like with witches when they did the Salem witches thing and they burned witches at the stake and stuff like that it really was women doing stuff with herbs healing each other with herbs and it was like oh we can't have these women doing stuff we gotta make it bad and we gotta make everybody scared so that's just what happens they see something that could be powerful and cause people to stray to more open-minded and they have to shut it down there it is right there you heard it here first people yes by an (laughs) official astrologer (laughs) follow us on twitter at sign me up podcast at gmail.com cheeky bobby at sydney poppins too at goddess angelica it's angelica with a k on everything twitter all right so let's finish with a couple little tender tale-esque things you're yes. out of the dating world. Yeah. You're out but, of the dating world, yeah. but we definitely want to know. By the time Tinder came around, I was Tinder. Tinder. I used to meet people on Twitter, so. Okay, that's like oh. set the precedent. Even though you never got to use Tinder, what are your thoughts on just swiping on people that you find attractive <laughs> and then like hitting them up? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of the whole concept of app dating now? I mean, it's cool if it works for people. It works for people. 
I'm not against meeting people online. I used to do it. I'm not like judgmental. I mean, like our that. girl was in an open relationship. Yeah. Here. I don't really <laughs> think that. Yeah. It feels like it's like no holds barred, really. But yeah. I don't know if I would have done Tinder, though, because when I would meet people on Twitter, I would actually make them be in my DMs for months before I would meet them in person or even talk to them on the mm. phone. So Tinder, I don't know well, how Tinder. Tinder is instant. You yeah, don't I don't know, know how Tinder if you, would If you were in my me. DMs for months before you want to meet up, you're yeah. a catfish. <laughs> and I don't want to meet you anymore. Word. That's like catfish. You got a 72-hour yeah. window to make, to make a, a date. Because we're not going to be sitting here That's fucking texting. That's just not going to happen. And I don't know who you are, bro. That's just not going to happen. That's too fast for me. No. Mm-mm. You got a 72-hour She was out here catfishing, folks. To set a date. In the DMs. No, my- need- <laughs> <laughs> no, we can't talk. My phone don't work. <laughs> Oh, you wanted to FaceTime? Nah, my camera broke. (laughs) Service is bad. The Wi-Fi's off. Oh, gosh. That's funny. So what was your setup like for Twitter? You was meeting up with people. This is the Twitter tales. Well, first of all, this was almost 10 years ago. That's how old I am. (laughs) So I was kind of naive. I didn't know that people would meet people on Twitter. That's not why I was on it. So I didn't know that's what was happening. So if somebody DM me or whatever, like I said, I'm just talking. Like, oh, so not you ain't really know that yeah. that was the day. Uh, I didn't know that they like. To slide up yeah, in the DMs. It wasn't going down in know. the DMs. I seen your girl right. post a DM. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit her in the DM. <laughs> I didn't know until after I actually was like, okay, I'm going to meet this person in person. And okay, yeah, I'm going to date him. Then I started to notice a lot of people that I was just friends with on Twitter were starting to hook up and I noticed them having arguments uh, on Twitter and then break up going off on each other on Twitter. Yes! The best time on Twitter. Yeah, and then people <laughs> would DM me and be like, oh, did you hear what really happened with them? And then she's pregnant uh, by so-and-so. And I'm like, wait, this is really happening? People are getting pregnant by people they met on Twitter. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't know until all of that started happening. So, I was talking to my friend about this a few weeks ago and she was floored she's like i can't believe you made people stay in your dms for months at a time and i'm like that's just how i am even if i meet somebody in person and i actually give them my number because first that's a whole ordeal to actually get mm-hmm. my number you're gonna be talking to me on the phone for a minute they'll be like oh can i see you no <laughs> can i come over no and then if I start feeling them, then I'm like, okay, we could meet up somewhere. Because the thing with me is once I decide I like them, I'm all in. Oh, so that's... So at first, I am more reserved about it because I have to know if I can really be all in with this person or not. Can I really trust you with my life? And it depends on the situation. Sometimes it only takes a few weeks. Yeah. You know? But sometimes it takes a few months. Sometimes it takes a few years. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a nigga texting you, I'd have been like, you know what? She ain't real. These pics ain't her. These pics are not her bro I'd have been hitting up my friend like I keep on asking her to meet up with me and she keep on curbing me she's a catfish bro that's all they would have been saying I would Skype with them okay so they would get to see you okay she's real yeah yeah that's when catfishing was brand new though I mean 10 years ago let's be honest it was very untreaded water Mm -hmm. at that point yeah that's true that is too funny do you guys use tinder yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's why one of our sections of the show is tinder tales Mm. so we share tales from people 
who used dating yeah. apps. And their experiences and, um, going on these dates and mm-hmm. ours too from when we've done it. Right. And it's mm-hmm. really crazy. At this point, we kind of go on these dates for the, <laughs> for the podcast. Like, That's funny. Just for the, it's basically like young journalists out here. <laughs> Yeah, we need material. I'm working a story right now. (laughs) Yeah, basically. It'd be like, it's this new nigga. I can't really tell you too much about it right now. Still in progress, but I'll let you know how it goes after. (laughs) Copy. Copy. Right. Won't say no more. All right, think I'm closing up with that one. I'll have this one ready next week. Right. It's crazy. It's a process. Well, thank you for joining us, Angelica. Thanks for having me. Yes, it's been delightful. it's really been a treat. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook at Goddess Angelica, and that's Angelica with a K. Word, y'all. It's been real. The late yes. night red light special <laughs> with Sign Me Up podcast, y'all. Hashtag Leo season. Hell yeah. Hashtag lioness. Hashtag Goddess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Goddesses rising. All right. This is Sign Me Up podcast signing out. Peace.